Welcome back to Making a Martini, episode one of season four. Holy fuck. <laughs> but welcome back, dear, dear listeners. Um, I'm super excited to be back. It feels so great. It's hard because it's not really, you know, this episode's coming out in February 1st or whatever, the first weekend of February. So it is what, January 7th? It is January, January 7th. 7th. January 7th. So it'll come out in a little bit, but I'm still excited. Um, I don't think I have anything new to announce. We are here with Owen Thompson and Lisa Ann Goldsmith of the podcast, The Bardcast. It's Shakespeare, you dick. <laughs> How was my it's Lisa Ann? <laughs> Caleb, we should we should have Caleb on to to do the announcement of our show like every episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to he get, gets it. He gets I do. it. Yeah, I love it. He gets it. Yeah. Active listener. Active listener. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, to start, I thought it would be interesting to talk about the process of starting a podcast because also even just last night, someone came up to me and they said, hey, I've been actually thinking about doing it. And I was like, you know what? This episode's going to be really good because we're going to be talking about our experiences starting a podcast, producing a podcast, trying as hard as fuck to monetize a podcast. FYI, it's a difficult fucking journey. It's a bitch. That's for sure. It sucks. Um, So yeah, we're going to get into all of that. But first, we will take a quick break for a Making the Martini special news bulletin. Welcome back to another Making a Martini news bulletin. Here is what's making news. Fuckwad Donald Trump is back on the road beginning his presidential campaign in New Hampshire, and I don't know about you, but my asshole is clenched and I feel nauseous and sad. Naturally, Trump took digs at every Democrat under the sun, but has now also taken to taking jabs at any Republican that was quote-unquote anti-Trump or has made or expressed an interest in also having a presidential campaign at the same time as him. He's threatening them for being disloyal and, you know, yeah. Attending a rally in New Hampshire, he was quoted saying, I'm more angry now, and I'm more committed now than I ever was. You guys, the sheer amount of diarrhea to come leading up to this election. Of course, at the end of the day, Trump is still under multiple investigations in regards to fill in the blank, the January 6th insurrection, trying to overturn the election, and the files found in Mar-a-Lago. But I guess finding files is pretty common these days. But needless to say, should the gods, or whom slash whatever, decide to smile down upon us, he will be found guilty of at least one of those, and his presidential run will be a non-issue. This does not mean, however, that we sleep on these things. Because if you remember, that's how we got into office the first time. So, be vigilant. Let's all be vigilant, okay? Speaking of big pieces of shit, Business Insider ran an article on January 12th this year called 12 College Majors That May Limit Your Career Potential. However, the graphic that goes along with this article that has the 12 majors listed calls it the 12 most useless college majors according to career experts. So, nice continuity business insider. And I have a follow-up to that, but you'll understand why in a second. The 12 majors were as follows. Acting or theater arts, film, anthropology, civilization studies, philosophy, psychology, communications, English, history, interior design, photography, or marketing. Sounds like the marketing person didn't really do a good job with their graphics, but whatever. If any of you, my dear listeners, are like me and your major is on the list, I'm sure you are just as peeved as I am. 
But the fact of the matter is, everyone should be peeved. Try going through your life one day without at least one of these majors affecting it. It would have to be a day without movies or television, social media, an understanding of how the world is supposed to work, how to speak, knowing where we as a society came from, or how to even act like a normal fucking human being. Now, I will say, the point of the article was 12 college majors that don't translate to the corporate world, but in looking at any of those majors, who was trying to go into the corporate world from them? Articles and lists like this are dangerous and deter people from entering fields that we live our lives in. So maybe, if you're worried about people going to college in fields that won't make them money, maybe those fields just need to be paid properly. So fork over the dough and then fuck off. The Golden Globes took place in January, and you might be saying, who cares? Well, there were many amazing first-time wins and familiar faces that we haven't seen in a while. And to be honest, a lot of diverse faces and a lot of diverse wins. But of all the wins, one in particular stood out to me. And that would be the win of Michelle Yeoh winning for Best Actress in a Motion Picture for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. She is a first-time Golden Globe winner, and if I had to put money on it, I would guess an Oscar is on its way. I mean, she already has the nomination, you know. But she becomes only the second actress of Asian descent to win a Golden Globe, the first one being Aquafina back in 2020. And this is just one example of all the brilliant work done by peoples of color, and it's high time they get the recognition they deserve. And that's really it for this Making a Martini special news bulletin. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. And we're back. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a quick, a quick yeah, syphilis break. A quick syphilis break. <laughs> You've all had Listeners, one. You will never know what that means. <laughs> You've all had one now or now and then. Um, but yeah, so why don't we first just start off? I mean, uh, Lisa Ann and Owen have been on my podcast. You guys were episode four, three. I should know. I should have uh, looked that up. But you were one of the very first episodes of my podcast. All together. This will be 65. 64 we're going on to we just did 68 Eight. and so 69, 69 will be uh, nice. a week from friday yeah which will also be our first episode of season four yes oh, and we'll shoot. be yes and it'll be our um it's going to be a preview of our trip to the uk i love that that's right so, we are we are actually we've been planning this for some time we're uh headed over to london and stratford upon avon to cover some Shakespeare, including our dear friend Martha Plimpton, who's playing Jaquees, yes. as you like it, in the West End right now. So that was, in some ways, the inspiration. Oh, absolutely. Of, of the timing, anyway, because yeah. we had yeah. planned for a while to go over in 2023. But we're going to see six different productions in Amazing. a week and uh, record while we're there and, of course, report on everything that we see and do. Yeah, and we're going to go to we're going to Stratford and we're yes. going to do some recording from all the famous Shakespeare places. Yes. And- Hopefully the Globe Theater and yeah, definitely so places like you know his birthplace and yeah, all the historic sites in Stratford upon Avon and some in London. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited for you guys. Uh, well, yeah. you know, it's all made possible by our donors and the fact that we're now a 501c3. Yeah. <laughs> so, for our yeah. listeners, thank you guys so much. It really would not be possible without you. That's right. You got to love your listeners. Cheers to them. Cheers to them. And now when you donate, it is 100% tax deductible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you guys were, the first episode was, I forget what we called it, some sort of Shakespeare pun, but you guys mm-hmm. have a full-blown Shakespeare podcast. 
Um, if you haven't listened to the episode, then fuck you. Um, but, <laughs> but just in case you haven't, um, why don't you guys plug your plug your plug your show? Oh, so yeah, so we are the Bardcast. It's Shakespeare, you dick. Um, we are a funny, irreverent look at all things Shakespeare. We do not kowtow before the will, but we make him live up honestly to the things that he wrote and that he did. What do you think? That's right. Um, we have lots. Of, <laughs> we have had lots of guests on the show to discuss various varying aspects of Shakespeare, whether it be. Oh. Uh, you know, we, we've had fight choreographers on, we've had designers on, we've had a ton of actors on, directors, we we discuss, we look at it from a lot of different angles, um, and we also curse a lot. That's right, we do. But we've had, you know, lots of different topics, like like uh, military Shakespeare and gendered Shakespeare and racial Shakespeare and, you know, mm, English Shakespeare versus one. American Shakespeare. Shakespeare's like contemporaries. That. That's All right. That. Any, yeah. Anything that amuses us, basically. Yeah. My, so far, I mean, not so far, I love all of the episodes but my favorite in the most recent has been the the sonnet series where you bring people on and then you do the sonnet and then you basically deconstruct it you know we are so lucky to have so many amazing friends who are incredible performers and we came up with this idea to i mean there's so many sonnets anyway so we have invited friends to pick a sonnet and come on and perform that sonnet and then we talk about it which is, yeah. you know, really feeds the sort of academic nerds in us. As They're well. so good. I love them. They're my travel enjoyment while I'm watching. The well, there'll be there'll be the more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because there's so many sonnets. So yeah. many. And we have yeah. so many friends. So, yeah. So we're, it. we're very lucky, as Lisa Ann said. So, yeah, you can look forward to more uh, sonnet episodes. Yeah. But definitely highly encourage you to check it out even if you're not a shakespeare fan there is something for everyone in their episodes oh we no curse like what. sailors yeah it's hilarious and their rapport <laughs> is just so enjoyable <laughs> owen and i are longtime friends like back before bathroom indoor bathrooms were a thing so <laughs> we have a we have we have a very definitive like brother sister relationship mm -hmm. so we do, and we and we've and not only that, but we've also worked together on Shakespeare a whole bunch of times, a, a bunch of times, and uh, we and of course we both acted and directed a lot of Shakespeare and that sort of thing. So it's an act, it, and and taught it as well. Mm -hmm. So that's right. There's an academic side. There's a, a directorial side. There's a performance side, um, and there's just a you know fuck it. Let's talk about what's funny. Opinionated yeah. side, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's always it's all it's of like, his opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. You say that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so, I mean, one of the things that I kind of like about both of us, both of our shows, is that we both were COVID born podcasts. We have COVID oh, yes. babies. Oh, yeah. Because um, I think we <laughs> we we all needed something to do. Um, but talk a little bit or tell me a little bit about what your guys' inspiration behind doing it. I mean, I guess we kind of did just cover that a little bit, but just sort of the inception idea. Well, of Lord, the you're, Lord, you're you're a hundred percent correct, and I and I I would imagine uh, it's not much of a stretch to say that there's I'm sure hundreds of podcasts that were born in a similar way. I mean, I was sitting around in my apartment in New York in, in March of 2020, bored off my ass and also scared, like we all were yeah. and are. Uh, but, you know, just going a little stir crazy. And I started thinking, what the hell can I do that has any kind of creativity to it 
that I can do from my house. You know, yes, I write, but I'm not really a writer. And that doesn't didn't scratch the itch entirely for me anyway. So what the hell can I do? And I thought, oh, don't the, the kids do those podcasts, right? Let me, let me preface a- this by saying that we had been on Skype several times at this point. Oh, yeah, of course. Talking so shit, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm talking about I'm Shakespeare. Thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking I could do a podcast, but what would I do a podcast about? And I thought, well, Shakespeare occurred to me immediately. And I thought, well, okay, but I don't want to do it by myself. And so the very first person that I thought of was naturally Lisa Ann. So we were already Skyping a bunch. And I, I mentioned this idea to her. She liked it. And then we ran with it. It took us a couple of months before we recorded our first episode because we had to get our ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. But uh, that it, it just it came out of stir craziness and and, and COVID, you know, a romp, COVID paranoia and uh, cabin fever. And yeah. we're two opinionated Shakespeare performers and nerds that like to bullshit about it. So. Right. Yeah. So we yeah. I mean, we would get drunk and talk about Shakespeare for fun anyway. Well, he would get drunk. I would smoke the the ganja. The ganja. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> imbibe. We would, would, imbibe we, would en- we would enjoy ourselves, and part of that would be talking about Shakespeare to uh, ad nauseum anyway. So That's right. why, why not make a podcast out of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was sort of, I mean, for me, the biggest thing that I because I originally was supposed to do my podcast with a friend of mine, Hank. We oh, were gonna right. we we actually have an episode that's on my computer somewhere that we recorded when we lived together back in 2017 i think um and it just never never really came to fruition and then covid i was sitting alone and obviously this is 2020 one of the worst years ever and um you know the biggest catalyst for me wanting to start mine was just being on facebook and seeing all these dumb fucking people go off and just spew out bullshit that didn't make any sense and then i would like foolishly because i mean that's what also what i did in 2020 i would like argue online and they would come back at me with something and be like oh i don't know enough to talk about this and i don't want to not say anything so basically i started a podcast to bully people online (laughs) i love it (laughs) and here we are season four (laughs) so how do your how do your seasons run because what we ran our seasons from june to the end of may because we started in june so we go yearly so like we're finishing up our third year right and we'll start our fourth season in june that's what uh so i started my 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 first episodes were released october 7th and then i ended the season with the last episode that i did in december and it was sort of like a little mini baby season um because honestly i was like if this doesn't seem to do well Maybe I won't keep doing it. And then it did do well. And I was like, okay, well, I'll keep going. So now my seasons start with technically in February and I take January to do a prep because I like to release like three or four episodes at the beginning of a season. Um, Just that was advice that someone Adele gave me for Adele Adele. Yes. Yes. No, not Adele. Adele. (laughs) Does that I would take that. You just got to wait for ours. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I mean, you know, because we. We we all often have a lot of prep, yeah. like a lot of academic. You guys have prep so much research to go into and research to do for our episodes. That um, you know, once we monetize it and don't have to do anything else for money, maybe we could do weekly episodes. But right now, yeah, that's, you, you guys know, are bi weekly. Is Me too. much more feasible. And sometimes I get away with some bullshit episodes that I'm like, if I want to talk about Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, I'm going to talk about it. Um, which I've done. It's a great episode. It is a great episode. Um, <laughs> I laughed my ass off. But there, there, what episode? It was the Greek mythology episode. Oh my God. 
Oh yeah, you were. I, I was also a text from Cable and he, Caleb, and he was like, "Do you do this much prep every time you have an episode?" And I was like, "Welcome to our world." I only covered the ten main gods and goddesses, and the I Olympians. had yeah the Olympians, and I had twenty written pages yep. of stuff yeah, that I had sure. to like sort through. I could yep. not tell you what. By the time I got through it, that is actually one of the episodes I'm the drunkest on as well. <laughs> and you can. Nice. Very much hear it (laughs) about halfway through. There's a lot of slurring and I'm what was, do you guys have an episode in mind that you guys did the most research for? I mean, I know you do a ton regardless. You know what I do. First episode. I I would know the one, the episode that we did the most research on was um, I misremember what what we uh, adapted Shakespeare. That's the one because it was about all the adaptations of Shakespeare. And there are so, so many, many I, of them. I am not shitting you when I tell you that my research file, like my Word document, is 38 pages long. Yes, yeah, mine was similar. That episode was also our longest episode by far. It was over two hours long. Yeah, which insane. we will, which we will never do again. I, I swear <laughs> to God. But that, but that was the longest one because we started because you know it's like there's operas and ballets and musicals and and movies and all yeah. of this. You know, like. You think about how many things so like many. 10 things I hate about you there are. Yeah. You know? Well, that's why we started a film Shakespeare series because like there were just too many versions of Macbeth, just yeah. too many versions of Hamlet, just too many versions of Romeo and Juliet. I mean, yeah. my God. That's another thing. And we haven't done that in a while. But when we were doing those individual episodes, like, you know, film Shakespeare, Hamlet, we watched individually like eight or nine different versions te- yeah. televised or yeah, film yeah. versions of hamlet and you know hamlet is long so <laughs> and, and after let me tell you I, as much as i love hamlet if you watch it seven times in a row it's like oh, okay no, you say you're yeah. you're depressed and everybody dies i get it yeah <laughs> we get it did you guys do a film shakespeare Macbeth yet Yes. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Was it Although before we did or it, after? We did it at long before the before. Denzel Washington one. Yes. Although we didn't maybe we for the talked best. about the Denzel Washington <laughs> oh, one. Oh, we've talked about the Denzel Washington one. Which yeah. we were both bitterly disappointed in. Except for Catherine Hunter, sir last name, I think. The witch. Yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. She was amazing. All yeah. the British people were great, mostly, I think. It just yeah. I even I remember that. texting you and I was like, what did you think? Because well, me, there who's no, not, there's no arc, right? Like, like both Lady no. and Lord went from zero to sixty. So in like fast, half a scene. It was, <laughs> well, what? I'm sorry, but Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand are both obviously brilliant actors, but they are not brilliant Shakespearean actors, and no one helped them. I they think. just and, didn't seem like they knew what. And they they're were too old. Saying. They're they are too, too old. old. She's Especially, not no longer of childbearing age. No, no, no. I mean, I always think that pe- that people get cast, uh, you know, the title character too old. But at least you could get away with it. He can be older. He yeah. shouldn't be, but he could be. But she has to be of childbearing years. Yeah. Which means those it's, eggs got to be in running. the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's right. part of the text. Yeah, and I and I'm sorry. I mean, I love Francis McDormand, but the, she ain't having any babies anytime soon. No. Yeah, not not happy about no. that. My my other, I will say, my other least favorite uh, film adaptation that we watched was that '96 Romeo and Juliet with Haley Steinberg, which was, as oh. our friend Greg Kuba would have said, oh. ass bleedingly bad. <laughs> that was wait. That wasn't '96. That was like was 2000, 2013, I think. Oh right, right. That's right. Haley was she wasn't even born in '96. No, that's right. It was like 2012, 2013. I don't even know something like that. It's, it's the it one was in- so bad. 
It was so bad. Well, because not only were they bad, but they they screwed with the text. And half of the text was Shakespearean language, and then it was yeah. just like normal English. It, it was, was ridiculous. It, it was it was fake spear, is what it was. It was fake spear. Ooh, yeah. There's a topic for you guys, fake spear. That's actually a good topic. I love yeah, that. It is, <laughs> but it was. I mean, it was unbelievable that they actually replaced Shakespeare dialogue with. Like, how dare you? Are you fucking yeah. crazy? And also in places that you totally didn't need to, like where they would switch it into normal text. It's like, how fucking hard is that to understand to begin with? Right. It was the hard stuff that they sometimes left in Shakespeare, in actual Shakespeare. So let, so let's talk about, you know, what one of the things you and I had talked about was that when Owen and I started this podcast and we wanted to be protected because we're opinionated shitheads and we were afraid that somebody would like try to sue us and get everything we own, which is nothing. But yeah. so we became a, a, an LLC, a limited liability corporation. And then through um, our greatest patron and donor um, who had was a, a before he retired was a tax attorney mm -hmm. he suggested to us that we become a 501c3 and when we were looking at grants like through the NEA and stuff like that we realized that you in order to be able to apply for a grant you have to be a nonprofit yeah so at the end of last year we switched uh from uh, an LLC to a corporation mm -hmm. and then applied for a federal 501c3 as a nonprofit and received yeah. it just before the end of the year that's great yeah, so now we can apply for like those big podcast right. grants that we're and, and yeah. for anybody that wants to donate to us, it's now tax uh, tax completely tax, tax yeah tax, you know deductible right yeah that's so the what were the qualifications to become a nonprofit was the nonprofit in five hundred one three yeah so like that's we, the same you know, thing right. A nonprofit is five hundred one three. Okay, so you have to prove like for example we're educational. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's about Shakespeare. Right. So that's how we got approved as a 501c3, that we are an yeah. educational media corporation. Yeah. Yeah. I am not it, educational. Infotainment. <laughs> right. You are infotainment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I do. I, you know, I teach some things. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure you'd fall under the, the caveat so. that we did. No. Uh, no. But yeah, but no, yeah, that's you have to be either uh, religious, um, like charitable. Which we are definitely, definitely not. not. <laughs> yeah. We are not and, charitable and, either. No, religious, charitable, and educational are the Although, general rubrics that that's right. the are becoming one. I mean, we're charitable in that we encourage people to give to Broadway Cares yeah. and Fights Aids and the Actors Fund, but, but, you, but we also encourage people to give money to you. us. Yeah, so. exactly. But theater, I mean, theater companies and many, many theater companies. The theater company that I'm artistic director of, the Schoolhouse Theater in Westchester, mm -hmm. is also a 501c3 under the rubric of education. That's right. Right. So that's, that's right. and and you know the, the and lots of Lord that, theaters are. I mean, lots yeah, of big lords. Almost all. Are. Yeah. Almost all. Because they they exist on grants and donations. Right. You yeah. know, Broadway is the only thing that actually makes money. Yeah. Well, and roadhouses. And roadhouses. Yeah. yeah. Touring but, shows. Yeah. I mean, a Broadway production is not going to be nonprofit because it's clearly for profit. Out to make money. Right. But, you know, I mean, like uh, m most regional theaters cannot survive on ticket sales. Right. So you have to be able to fundraise. And, and somehow, in order to do that, you have to be. Five hundred one c three to be eligible for grants. That's right. I mean, we got very lucky that you know our friend and patron is a a tax lawyer. Yeah. When and did so you was guys able to say you know you you are an educational entity? So when did you guys become an LLC? We became an LLC immediately. Oh, really? Like so tell from the, the beginning? Tell the story. 
Oh God, no, no. You mean you mean about the bank? Yes. <laughs> okay, so we were already an LLC, but because we were we were an LLC as Country Matters LLC, which if uh, nobody understands, that's a joke from Hamlet. I'm talking about watching all those Hamlets for so long, um, but. We became a, an LLC and then we got a business bank account. And because we are doing business as the Bardcast, it's Shakespeare, you dick. Um, we we applied, we got a, a bank account at Chase. And then about a week and a half after I opened the bank account, they called me on the phone. Some gentleman from Pakistan or uh, India or something working for Chase Bank said to me, he's like, do you... Do you do anything? Do you, does your does your entity have anything to do with the adult entertainment industry? And I was like, "What? <laughs> no, we're a Shakespeare podcast, you know." And then he asked a lot of questions of like because we had the word dick. because we have the word "dick" in our title, and they, even though I told him no, we're Shakespeare. It has nothing to do with any kind of sex whatsoever. Uh, the bank closed our account and then apologized and reopened it. Jesus. So- not good, Chase. Bank. What a world! Like, yeah, Genesis and never humor, gave us Chase. the two hundred, and never gave us the two hundred dollar bonus we were supposed to have for opening that account. Terrible. Fuck them. Yeah, we're switching over. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> it's a plug for Fuck anything, you, anything but Chase. Anything but Chase. Well, it was not cool. No, that's bullshit. Yeah, I love Although it. Does, just... It does make for a good story, though. It does make for a yeah. good story. I, I feel like they their questions could have easily be easily have been answered by a Google search of who you guys. Are. I said to him, I said Google the podcast. Go on, it's, Apple, yeah. go on Apple, go on Google, go on Stitcher, go on Spotify, go on Amazon, go everywhere. Yeah, and then listen and subscribe. That's right. Um, come on, Scoot. Come on, Scoot. Oh, Scooter's on my lap, and he look at this little guy. Look at him. Oh, hello, Scooter. He's our CFO. <laughs> when I say everyone here at Making a Martini, I mean me and Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> so for you guys in your in your in your journey your soon to be four year journey right four years yeah we'll yeah. be starting our fourth season fourth you- season yeah um what's been the biggest thing that surprised you about the whole process that we're in the fourth season almost. <laughs> <laughs> that people actually want to listen to the what we say <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know if I would have said like starting that if you told me that we would still be doing this, um, you know, three years later, I I'm not sure that I would have believed you. Right. Yeah. It it is it is weird to think that like that. I mean, that, I I will say last year I did get a little tired, and I don't know how because you've done three shows during the process of doing this podcast. Four. Oh Jesus! I did Christmas Carol twice. I did Wizard of Oz. I did Oscar and Walt. I did uh, the thing with picked. Um, uh, yeah. Yes. Kinky boots. Kinky boots. Um, the wanderers. Yeah. So we're on seven. Seven. I did one. I did Rock of Ages <laughs> this past summer, and it was a it was a th- four week process. That was it. With like with including like two weeks of shows. I was so fucking tired. I mean, yeah. You can tell because I don't. I don't even think I put episodes out during that point. And then if I did, they were like ten minutes long. Yeah. No, we. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine. We've been really dedicated to getting an episode out that has some substance every two weeks, no matter how tired yeah. either I mean, one of some, us is. Sometimes we have. To, I mean, you know, strategic. We generally our our practice is to record that episode. You know, that week's episode 
the the actual that week. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes even the day before, but when that's when we're either of us are doing shows or super busy or away, sometimes right. that's impossible. So we do, you know, sometimes we'll pre-record an episode and have it ready to go and, and, and put it on the schedule, but we have never missed a, a, a Friday. We've done yeah. it every other Friday since June of 2020. That's right. And, uh, you know, we have, we have been pretty diligent about that. So we have yet yeah. to, to miss, uh, to miss a drop day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I will think that and my my hope is during London that we will record a bunch of episodes just talking about stuff that we've seen or places yeah. we visited or or stuff like that, you know, um, well, the so London we'll have series. a bunch of episodes. That'll yeah. be the mm-hmm. first time that'll ever happen, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I think especially I think- since you're going into directing a show. Oh, shit. yes. And pr- mm-hmm. and producing, too. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. How was your guys' experience with the more technical side of this? Because I know mine was very difficult at first. Um, in fact, the, my first six episodes that I did with a person, the other microphone was never turned on. Because <laughs> oh, I was always like, man, this is so quiet. Because it was just mine and they were picking up what was coming through. Wow. I was catching them because I there was a, like a spot. I use GarageBand. There's a spot in GarageBand where you have to be like, Hey, this mic is active too. Yeah, GarageBand. I didn't, you know, and it's funny because I'm a Mac person and I have GarageBand, but it did not jive with me. And I'm the one that does the like uh, Owen does all of our sort of like media graphic stuff, and I yeah. do the editing of the podcast. You know, we kind of split things in half that yeah. way. Um, and 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 GarageBand doesn't make it didn't make sense to me, so I went out and found another program that would make sense to my brain, and that's WavePad. Wave pad, 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 wave pad, and I'm very excited because my one of my birthday presents was an iPad, and so wave pad. I got the app for the iPad. So what we'll be taking to London will be one mic, unless you want to bring one as well, Owen. But mm-hmm. I was planning on bringing one and the iPad, so we could record right into wave pad. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, um, yeah. One good thing about the because Lisa Ann records in Pittsburgh, and I'm in New York City, obviously. So we. Mm-hmm record over zoom and the good one of the good things there is which is how we're doing this one yeah exactly there's no question about you know turning somebody else's mic on we so we we avoided that pitfall just because if our if lisa ann's mic is on i won't hear her and vice versa Mm -hmm. right yeah i did tell by the way oh and i did tell um caleb that he's going to be my test for all things that i'm bringing to london so we make sure that it all works before we get there perfect yeah Thanks, Caleb. Of course, of course. Um, so this is something that uh, someone actually asked me last night <laughs> in that fog of being out in Lawrenceville. <laughs> I, I did a little mixing of alcohols last night, and so today was rough. Um, but last night, before any of that happened, um, someone asked me what my my favorite thing was, and I thought that, that would be a good question to talk about our favorite and least favorite thing about recording a podcast. Hmm. <laughs> My favorite thing is honestly, and I think this is one of the if I if I can say you know anything mildly complimentary about our podcast, I think this is one of the things that makes it work. Um, I, my favorite thing is that I get to hang out with Lisa Ann and talk yeah. about Shakespeare. That's what I was going to say, because it's been hard, you know, since I moved to Pittsburgh, we don't get to see yeah. each other a lot, and life gets in the way. And this way, you know, we are almost 
you know, we we're have to, to, we are yeah. forced to see each other, but it's awesome Yeah, yeah. because I've really missed you. I had really missed you in all of those years. Yeah. Well, and of so. course we, we've always remained close, but, and even though there has, you know, Skype has been around forever and, and, and zoom and, and blah, we blah, blah. would Although, certainly, here's, but here's a, here's a fun fact. Um, when, when the whole zoom thing started happening, Oops, sorry, pandemic, <laughs> I was like, so cheap. I was like, how how do I how do I use Zoom? Blah blah blah. What is this shit? And then I clearly must have used it because the app was in my computer. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't I have so, no memory of downloading that app. But it was there, so clearly yeah. I had used it. And now of course I use it every goddamn day. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean, we, so we, to my point is that even though we remain close and we would talk on the phone from time to time and Lisa yeah. and we come into New York and we'd see each other. Um, yeah. But, you know, he has not, yet not to so come much. to Pittsburgh, though, and that's bullshit. It's time. <laughs> you are correct. It is bullshit. We will rectify that. Thank you. Yes. You will have fun. We promise. Yeah, you'll yes. have fun. Oh my gosh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of Pittsburgh, but but we my point is we we didn't Skype or Zoom or anything like that. It is bullshit that he hasn't been to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I've been here since fucking 2005. I'm excited. What should we do? I know. I know. I like I've, I've never got to meet Owen in person and it's just such a Oh my god. Are you I know. Just talking shit about me on the air. <laughs> fucking yeah, we sure are. <laughs> I said I've never met Owen in person. <laughs> well, Aww. I will have to come. Obviously. Look at God on yeah. scooter. That's so cute. But no, you really but will have my, to come. That is my favorite part of, of yeah. doing the podcast selfishly is that you know, like not that our friendship ever went away or we weren't close, but we didn't really see each other. And now we do. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, they say the distance <clears throat> makes a heart grow fonder, which it does. But also like, you know, to a certain extent, out of sight, out of mind. Right. Like yeah. life gets in the way. Yeah, it does. it does. So life's fucking hard enough. <laughs> so that's my favorite thing, too. And my other favorite thing is that I get to, you know, through the pandemic, we produced, you know, a couple of online Shakespeare's and I get to yes. work with one of my top five favorite people in the world yeah. ever and that I haven't in a really long time. So mm-hmm. what's our, what the, but, but so what's our least favorite thing that yeah. that's, that's hard. Well, that same question. Hard. So Caleb, what is your favorite and least favorite thing? <clears throat> my favorite is probably just the fact of having a platform to be able to talk about what i want to talk about you just fucking love to be adored i do i really do <laughs> like i'm the nicest narcissist you'll ever meet <laughs> that see that's a good title for a podcast the that's nice the, the nicest, nicest narcissist. narcissist well hey i'm in i'm gonna get a bunch of people that love themselves that's right so much. <laughs> but i do i do it is it is it is it is fun just to be able to you know quote unquote have like a little talk show almost yeah. and just you know, talk about the things you want. And then you have a platform also to talk about important shit too. Like, I mean, the, some of the episodes that I've done that I'm probably the most proud of are like um, the pride episode with, yeah, with Alvin. That was a really great one. Even the porn star one. I mean, it was fucking long, but like they talked about some important stuff that I thought no one ever talks about. Right, this. Totally. You know, so that was, that was probably my favorite is just the, just the idea of having a platform. My least favorite is the fact that I am a solo podcaster. <laughs> I would love another person, but I don't think I have someone that I could do a podcast with. Like, because I would love to have someone like with your guys' bond, right? Because it's so well, good I, and it I comes have, through in Caleb, the episodes. I have to, I have to tip my cap to you because the, I guarantee you, if I had started this by myself, I would have, I would have quit ages yep, ago. Yep, me too. 
It, it, I mean, we're good because we are. We're yeah. really good because when one of us gets complacent, the other one makes that person accountable, and that's really good. Yeah, because well, we, and, and, and again, and because we a, know each other so well, yeah. right? And it's a shared endeavor, so you know, we, right. we can't. We don't have to do it alone. We have we have each other to rely on, and and yeah. you know, and also, it's. I would be bored. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I can talk till the cows come home, but um, you know, I would, I, I would, I would be, I would be bored with myself. Yeah. Yeah, it, so. it is. It's in the episodes that I do by myself. Sometimes are a little bit more fun than some of the episodes I've done previously with with people. Um, merely because usually when I'm doing one by myself, I've picked a topic that I am really excited about. Yeah. But the whole premise of my podcast is that I want to pick a topic that I don't know anything about. But in a pinch, you got to do what you got to do because <laughs> scheduling is difficult with people. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, it's we do, hard. You know, when was the last time we had a guest? Yeah, we it was we're me. Due for a guest. We're due for a guest. I wasn't. I was the host of the you game. You were the host. Yeah, so you were I was a guest. Yeah, yeah. But, not, but not like a person who needed to right. know Shakespeare. <laughs> Probably whatever our last sonnet episode was. Well, you know who I'm hoping we can get on as a guest. I do. I do. Yes. So we'll see. I would like that we'll see. too. That would be awesome. And if it happens to your listeners, you'll find out about it. <laughs> <laughs> but we are due for a guest. Yeah. We, we we need to. Uh, we need to dive into that. Well, we have botanical Shakespeare probably co- coming up in the spring, certainly. So that'd be cool. Maybe we can get a botanist. Let's find a botanist or something. There you, that would help I, because I don't know. I don't know shit about botany. Your guys' is least favorite. Sorry. <laughs> I had a thought and it least, came to me and then I stood up and got one. Sometimes wine. it's 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 knowing that I have a shit ton of research to do and trying to fit it into yeah. whatever else I'm doing. Honestly. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, the good news, the good news is that we we because Lisa Ann and I have lived a increasingly long and checkered life um, <laughs> on our own, and have done so much Shakespeare and have taught it, and have, as we've said, you know, we've, we've been steeped in it for so long. There are some topics that re- a lot of research isn't all that necessary. Mm-hmm. Right, we can, and we we can pick topics that we can kind of just talk about because we know. But there are other topics like that adapted Shakespeare. Holy shit. Yeah, that was hard. That was really hard. And it is annoying. Yeah. It is like it's, you know, it's like being back in grad school. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, but even like our Christmas episode, which was crucified Shakespeare, you know, <laughs> we used all, you know, we looked for all the uses is usages of Yezu, uh, Yezu, Jesu, Jesu, mm-hmm. um, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christian, um, you know, Christendom and I included like Zunes in it because it's God's wounds. But, you know, so not a huge topic, but still, we still have to find how many instances there are, right? And you'd be amazed that the word, is it Christ is only three times or Jesus? I think it was Uh, Jesus, if I recall. Uh, Oh, was it? I'm pretty Christ. sure, but but Jesus, because he times. because he uses the variant Jesus a, a yeah. fair amount. But I oh, learned right. I learned Lisa Ann found this, and, and and this is another one of my favorite things about doing the the podcast is how how much there is that we don't know. We yeah. always learn something. Like I did I not I did not know until we did this episode, Crucified Shakespeare, that yeah. as of 1601, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. A law was actually passed forbidding the use of the word Jesus or Christ That's in right. a stage play. And it was That's like right. a 5,000 pounds <laughs> fine yeah. or something like, like that. It, huge. Which yes, was, yeah. Yeah, it was huge. Back then. Yeah. And it right. was 10 pounds, which would be like $5,000 today. Right. That's what it was, yeah. Um, For each usage. So if right. you said Jesus Christ five times, you know. 50 yeah. pounds. It's a lot of money. Yep. 
Well, no one should say it. But I, th- I think that's so amazing, isn't it? That we've lived these long lives studying this and we learn something new every time. Well, yeah. that may be thing. one of my, that may be my second favorite thing. Yeah. 69, is that we always learn something new. 69 episodes of Shakespeare coming up. So if we average an hour an episode, which is probably about what we average, that's talking about Shakespeare for like almost three days. Three days yeah. straight. <laughs> and, and you know, I won't say, yeah. I, I won't say I feel like we've scratched the surface, but we haven't come anywhere near to exhausting this, the topic. You can talk, there's so mm. much that we haven't talked about. And I'm sure that when we go to the UK together, uh, like a million things are going to come. Of course. Of yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you guys ever feel like there is an end in sight? Not in sight, but like, do you think at one point it'll be like your final episode? I mean, obviously it'll eventually, but like, for me, I've been. If one of us died, <laughs> the day the day that they at the Oxfordians are proved right, we'll quit. That's right. That's fair. I'm with you. You've heard the it. The day first. that the Oxfordians are proved correct, right? We will quit the podcast. So that will be, you know, basically with, with ear when ear... monkeys fly out of my ass <laughs> <laughs> with irrefutable evidence. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. You know, when we're which they when do we, not when, have when we are. When we are convinced that the Stratfordians are wrong and the Oxfordians are right, we're, we will quit. Yeah, and then we will start doing a podcast about Bugs Bunny and Looney Tunes because that's the other thing that right. That's our that's our second favorite genre. Yeah. The first meeting I ever had with Lisa Ann, it was in during White Christmas. I don't know if you remember this, but I came up to your office and we were just talking about like Phil, and we were talking about Phil from. Um, what Christmas? So, listeners that don't know this, I was I was Caleb's professor, and when I went to went into teach theater, I was handed the cast to a production of White Christmas that I was going to be directing, and Caleb had already been cast as Phil. Yeah, and so we came up and we were talking about about him and and you know just like sort of who he was and and things like that, and because there's a lot. I mean, he's not as much of a character as he is in the musical as he yeah. is in the movie for right. sure, because you need a strong lead. And we were talking, and she was like, honestly, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and that was the end of our conversation. Yeah. So that was yeah, your that it. was your directorial note. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he's Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, of course, I would give him. Can I can I say yeah. I'm a little triggered just by the title White Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> That's that, that that needs to be changed. That's because you saw Death of a Salesman last night. Yeah, a couple of nights ago. I don't want to talk. A couple about of that. nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, what uh, what advice would you give to people who are thinking about starting their own podcast or people that have just recently started their podcast? Have a benefactor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but but also you know be passionate. Pick don't pick a topic that uh, or or uh, obviously there's so many different podcasts but pick something that you're really passionate about and will you can maintain your own interest yeah. to thine own self be true mm. I think- and it then must follow is the night the day thou canst <laughs> not then be false to any man she damn bitch we good <laughs> it's well one of the uh, some of the podcasts Hamlet. that i hear uh, is just like people that just want to get together and talk and I'm like, what makes you think people care about you? <laughs> like, you need to pick something, even if it's a theme. Like, so, like if you want to talk, talk about relationships. Although, although that's what TikTok is about, right? Like, well, we have to we have to hire some millennial to like get us on TikTok. Social media going. is fucking and, difficult. 
And also, I mean, to be fair, that basically is our podcast. It's just that we have a focus, right. which is Shakespeare. But the the and and people, you know, pe- the reason I think that people enjoy our podcast is that they do like listening to us talk. Yeah, that, I mean, I I'm I'm I've learned a lot just from the podcast, your guys's podcast itself. Um, but my favorite thing probably about it is actually just listening to your guys's rapport going back and forth and just because you can tell there, there's just a warmth to it even well, when you disagree we're like an old we're like an old married <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh, actually my favorite part is when you guys disagree my work wife <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well because we, we, we you know we if we disagree first of all it's if we're disagreeing about uh, uh, you know something in shakespeare it's not like you're disagreeing about like you know who politics. inherits what <laughs> right or politics or religion right so Although it can't, you know, if we if we do have that Oxfordian episode, that could get a little heated. I would love that. I'll mediate. That could get a little heated. Yeah. I, well, I don't, yeah, but we still but know any on the same side. Yeah, I don't true. know any Oxfordians personally, or at least I don't. If I do know them, I don't know only that famous ones, which I feel like can get away with it because they're famous right. and incredibly talented. Right. But there are, you know, there are there are some serious people that that believe that nonsense. Bring it, bring it, bring it. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Email us at thebardcastudick at gmail.com and tell us That's why right. you believe that the Oxfordians are correct. Yeah. If you think that Edward de Vere wrote Shakespeare's plays or anyone else other than the Shakespeare of Stratford-on-Avon, please, please get in touch with us. We'll have you on the show. We promise. Yeah. We we won't be kind, but we'll have you on the show. <laughs> no, we'll we'll be civil. We'll be civil, but we will say, if you if anybody with the sound of our voice <laughs> sincerely believes that Shakespeare did not write the plays attributed to him. We really want to talk to you. We are no, not no, kidding. Kidding aside. Write to us uh, at the, the broadcast you dick at gmail.com and we will have you on the show. You hear that, you sons of and bitches? We, and we will invite <laughs> Caleb to be the moderator. Oh yeah, yes. what did I say? Mediator? Medit meditator. I don't know what the fuck I said. Probably all of the <laughs> all above. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bartender yeah um you see uh i had a i had a question oh oh because i have this for myself is there anything that you guys wish you would have done differently thus far we should have been 501c3 from the beginning we should have absolutely without question and we should have already hired some millennial to get us more uh more play on social media that's yeah, what we, happened we we are still that's still a work in progress for us yeah yeah because we old bitch, we don't like we get well, it, and, but not get it the way the kids do. Yeah. Well, even like my generation, and I do believe I follow millennial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. are you 31? 30, 32. God damn. <laughs> After a certain point, you just don't pay attention. Um just wait. But like for me, like <laughs> the... <laughs> you get to a point where you can't even remember. I do I, and like it's yeah. <laughs> but um even for me like you know i'm a, i have an instagram for the podcast and i've You're got my facebook it, page actually. we have it too but we just don't use it i have so many people that i have to bring in to make it make good and i just have very very wonderful friends that are like oh absolutely i'll do that if i was completely on my own i wouldn't know what the fuck i was doing wow or yeah. like how to edit or do like things like that like even my um no my logo i did by myself it took four hours, but I did it yeah. um, oh, in Photoshop. Did 
and yeah, but like even stuff. some of yeah. like the the like the videos and stuff that that i've made or like the the photos the one of like me in the martini glass like my friend i don't think you've met brianna but she's been on the podcast before I brianna, oh, she gave, actually, actually she gave me her card and said if we want her well, to do great. any yeah. social oh, media God, she would do we it actually talk to her she's terrific yeah she did she yeah she did me in the martini glass she did my season three logo with me like posing and now maybe we can get a grant to hmm, hire maybe. a social media but we need what we need is we need like emily in paris without it being emily in paris yeah. I, i've never watched that i have no idea what don't you mean. I well no she's reference. like she's like she does all kinds of social media shit and you know i got one episode in <clears throat> yeah no no idea um yeah social media because that's the thing tiktok is where it is right now it that's really just is. yeah uh what do you guys have any uh aspiration slash hopes for the coming year your coming season any little spoilers i mean obviously we know you're going to london that's a big big fucking thing and that's really exciting it is a Um, big thing do you have any upcoming news any uh, topics that you're planning on covering well that's really that's that we talked about botanical that's botanical but i mean the big news the big news is that we will have we, we that we're going to london and we're covering so much stuff and that we will have a ton of content related to that uh in the coming yeah. months really yeah so. and i'm hoping that you know with grants and and with donations and stuff like that that you know even though owen and i are not in the same place perhaps we could travel together to yeah. see patrick page and king lear in washington dc you know is he doing that really yes where at the, yeah page he just left at, at the shakespeare theater yeah He's doing nice. later. And I have to go. I have to go. I mean, I, I would you know, love to do that. First of all, you know, I've worked with Patrick and yeah. I, I would love to support him, but I would also really like to see him do later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, me too. See, that would be really fun. Oh, yeah. I'm coming too. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah. I think the only thing that's actually happening officially, even though it was an attempt a year ago is that the the making a martini christmas special will be finally coming out this year because now we have control of the the content oh my god that was so much fun and if um, any listeners here if you're on instagram and you have me there is a video of lisa ann and i where i believe the video on instagram is just you being like why are you being such a big gay bitch yes I played the ghost. I played the ghost of Christmas present. Yes, that's that's one thing. I mean, it's not we haven't talked about this a lot and it's difficult for us because we're this is one of the drawbacks of being in separate places. Yeah, but I, I would like to do more video. Me too. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, and, and that we can it. do that a little bit in, in the UK, but we, it's hard here because we're in separate places. But and I will yeah. say this, I, I, I cannot speaking of content and Christmas stuff. A year ago, we we actually put together um, a version of, of a Christmas carol that we were going to record. And yeah. um, I, I, I won't tell you why, but we we handed it around to some friends and they told us, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> because it was way over the line. Oh, yeah, seriously. So, yeah. So, well, hey, you know, you got you to gotta self-edit sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Well, I think on that note, is there anything else you guys have that you want to talk about podcast wise? I get some knowledge you want to spill. <laughs> Words of warning. Do you guys have a favorite episode? That's oh, a good question. That's a, that is a good question. I will say our first episode is by far our most popular episode. Oh yeah. Well, it's filthy Shakespeare, right? Yeah. Like anybody who's ever been subjected episode. to Shakespeare absolutely wants to know that it is, you know. Yeah, I also filthy. feel like if people are starting our, you know, like it's just obvious if you're going to listen to podcasts, you listen to the first episode first. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. you know, maybe people who knows if they listen after that, if they listen to that episode, they might be, you know, they'll learn it isn't for them. If yeah. they, they don't want to hear, um, you know, how, how yeah. we talk. Right. Um, I like Shakespeare contemporaries are that episode because that's a kind oh, of yeah. a hobby. It's a hobby horse of mine that a lot of people think of Shakespeare in a vacuum. Yeah. And, and don't really think about, they think of him as writing these plays and that's it. They don't. And to what I always say is it's sort of like thinking of 20th century American dramatic literature and only reading Tennessee Williams. Right. Yeah. It's brilliant, but there's hundreds of other writers. Right. So and he wrote in context and and Shakespeare's maybe not as many, but the, the whole story of how Shakespeare and his contemporaries basically created what we think of as theater, as professional theater yeah. um, in that in, in the space of about 20 years is incredible and there are there are we've lost a lot of those plays because yeah um you know because the theaters were shut down in 1642 but but hundreds survive and there are brilliant contemporaries of his and also you can't really understand shakespeare fully without reading his contemporaries because of course he was influenced by them that's right, right. that would you know, I mean, that would he, be i would is the first you know four or five of his plays or more he's frankly imitating christopher marlowe and it's right. really obvious right. Mm-hmm. I would love to do an episode that was, I mean, we did kind of a general episode of contemporaries, but I would love to do uh, a deep dive into like Marlowe. You know, yeah. With, with an academic that was. Yeah. A, a um, and there's uh, Ben Johnson, you know, Webster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Thomas Middleton. My God, the, the list goes on. So. I think my favorite episode of your guys is, is the um, assholes, dickheads. Uh, assholes douchebags and fuckups fuckups that was yeah assholes that's still my favorite episode well thank you there are a lot of assholes douchebags there are shakespeare yeah yep i mean there are (laughs) and if you're curious that's the episode do you have a favorite do i have a favorite I love different episodes for different reasons, right? Like yeah. I loved the racial episode also with Alvin. Yeah, know, racial. Yeah, Shakespeare. that was a really. Oh, good, that was a really, that was really, a really good, good episode. I loved the English Shakespeare versus American Shakespeare episode. Yeah, uh, that was good with Amelia and Harper. That was amazing. But but there's also episodes that I just love when Owen and I just get into one of those conversations that we've had our entire lives. Yeah, exactly. You know, of so, which there are many. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just went like I was like thinking about more of your episodes, and I was like, I think I yeah, but yeah, definitely that uh, that one's my favorite. I think my own personal favorite of mine is I think honestly the Pride episode with Alvin. That's a great episode. Mm-hmm. It was really really good. It was, and he was the Calvin first person. Does this have yeah, something to do with right, Alvin? We have a Maybe Pride you episode start too. a podcast, Alvin. I love him. I miss him. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was the first person that I ever had on that I did not know. Hmm. I mean, I had met him, and not even officially, really. It was just I'd been on the same Zoom call as him. Right, we did right. the Shakespeare readings, and right. that was that was it. Um, and I think I told you I want to do a Pride episode, and you were like, "Talk to Alvin," and yeah. I went, "Oh my god, done and done." That's because you guys have had one person on the guy that wrote to you, right? That you didn't. You only had one guest that you haven't known, right? Well, uh, well, we had two guests that wrote to us. We had, yeah. That was a super fan episode. Yeah, that was our yeah. super fan episode. I was on that one. Yes. But the other two people we have never met in person. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, that was really fun. There's something different about that. There's a different energy and a different I feel like I was better almost, I think, because there's 
I don't know if better is the right word, but there I w- there was a different air about that episode mm. with yeah. Alvin for yeah. me because I felt like, you know, like he doesn't know me. I can't talk to him and like like make references that right. he doesn't get or right. things like that. Because the only other people that I've had on were the um, porn stars. They were the only other ones I didn't know. We've also had episodes where Do one of us has known now? the guest yeah. and the other one has the not. biblical yeah. sense. I'm sorry, what were so you saying? <laughs> I'm saying there we've had several episodes where a guest has been on that either Lisa Ann knows or I know, but that's the true. Other one does not. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm looking forward to having guests on that neither one of us knows, actually. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well then let's wrap this up. This has been Making Martini Up Dry. What? No. Making a martini up dry and straight to the point. thank you guys so much for being on i appreciate always a pleasure always a pleasure happy new year happy new year i don't know how to stop recording but whenever the video ends oh okay